Hello everyone. This is Pastor Dean Thompson with a word of hope. The Unveiled Christ, Part 31. Camouflage and Concealment. And I looked when he opened the sixth seal, and a great earthquake occurred, and the sun became black as sackcloth made of hair, and the moon became like blood. And the stars of heaven fell down to the earth, as a fig tree casts its figs when shaken by a strong wind. And the sky was parted as a scroll being rolled up, and every mountain and island were moved out from their places. And the kings of the earth, and the magistrates, and the military commanders, and the rich, and the powerful, and every slave and free person hid themselves in the caves and among the rocks of the mountains. And they said to the rocks, to the mountains and the rocks, Fall on us, and hide us from the face of the one sitting on the throne, and from the wrath of the Lamb. For the great day of his wrath has come, and who is able to stand? I used to love playing hide and seek. Do you know that game? One person was chosen to be it, and the it would cover his or her eyes and hide his or her face and count to a certain number, while the others in the game would hurriedly go and hide themselves. When the it reached the final number, he or she would go in search of the others who were hiding. The smart it would know to not only search with their eyes, but also with their, ear, with their ears. Because sometimes some persons would have found it, would have found a good hiding place, but have given away their location with their constant giggling. They would be watching the it coming closer or moving away and would be just giggling, not realizing that they could be heard. I used to like being the it. Did you? While in the cadets, I learned about camouflage and concealment, how to blend into one's environment and hide so that you are almost invisible. I used to love that too. But you know, we can find all different ways to hide ourselves from others, but we can never hide from God. We can, we can hide our motives, our true intent. We can hide from our associates. We can hide our true feelings about one another. We can hide our statuses, but no one can hide from God. The event that will mark the opening of the sixth seal, John says, will see people hiding themselves in the caves and among the rocks of the mountains. And they said to the mountains and the rocks, Fall on us and hide us from the face of the one sitting on the throne and from the wrath of the Lamb, for the day of his wrath has come. And who is able to stand? These desperate hiders will include the kings of the earth and the magistrates and the military commanders and the rich and the powerful and every slave and free person who have not given their hearts to Jesus, those who have not accepted him as Lord and Savior of their souls. Would you be in this lot? We have the opportunity now of hiding ourselves in Christ, of being washed in his blood, 
and covered with his righteousness by putting our faith in him. Doing that will ensure that we are safe and saved when he comes. Otherwise, we will be begging the rocks and the mountains to cover us and hide us, and that will be futile. Stefanovic says, this scene, this scene brings to mind Adam and Eve hiding themselves from before God after they sinned. Genesis 3 verse 8. Sin makes a person run away from God. End of quote. Brothers and sisters, my friends, now is the day of salvation. Now is the time to, to get ourselves right with God. Now is the opportune time to get ourselves in order. It is common in the Old Testament. The instances where God's coming to visit the earth are mentioned. They are marked by earthquakes. There will be a violent earthquake when he comes to Israel in judgment. Ezekiel 38, 19 and 20. Joel 2, verse 10. Amos 8, verse 8. The prophet Haggai wrote, Once more, in a little while, I am going to shake the heavens and the earth, the sea also, and the dry land. Haggai 2, verse 6. According to Stefanovich and other Bible scholars, this concept was very prominent in the extra Jewish, very prominent in the Jewish extra biblical literature. The earthquake accompanies the opening of the sixth seal, appears to be different from the earthquake that would come later during the seventh bowl plague, which shatters end time Babylon and destroys it. Revelation 16, verse 18. Historicists identify this earthquake of Revelation 6, verse 12 as the great Lisbon earthquake that took place in 1755. What about the sun becoming dark like sackcloth? This phenomenon also has an Old Testament background. In Joel 2.31, the prophet Joel predicted that before the great and awesome day of the Lord comes, the sun will be turned into darkness and the moon into blood. Isaiah also tells of God darkening the sun and clothing it with sackcloth, Isaiah 50 verse 3. The stars will not shine, the sun will be darkened, the moon will not shed its light, and the earth will shake from its place at the wrath of the, of the, wrath of the Lord, Isaiah 13, 10 and 13. The historical fulfillment of this phenomenon has been dated by historicist scholars as May 19, 1780 when it was experienced in eastern New York and southern New England. John also speaks of the stars falling like figs. And apparently, this description is taken from Isaiah 34 verse 4, where all the stars in the skies will be dissolved, and the heavens rolled up like a scroll. All the starry hosts will fall like withered leaves from the vine, like shriveled figs from the fig tree. Jesus, in the Sermon on the Mount, also predicted that the stars would fall from the sky and the powers of heaven be shaken. Matthew 24, 29. Historical scholars suggest that the fulfillment of this phenomenon in, 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 this, in, in the spectacular meteor shower of November 13, 1833. The picture of the sky being rolled up like a scroll is taken from Isaiah 34, verse 4. In a description of the Lord's wrath, I looked on the mountains and they were quaking, all the hills were swaying. 
Jeremiah 20, that is Jeremiah 4, verse 24. Most likely, brothers and sisters, Revelation 6.14 is referring to the final earthquake that is spoken of again in Revelation 16, verse 18. This separate and greater this is separate and greater than the earthquake mentioned in Revelation 6, verse 12. Let us hear Stefanovich's comment. The opening of the sixth seal unleashes a series of phenomena which are cosmic in scope. They include a great earthquake, a darkening of the sun and moon, and the falling of the stars. Everything is concluded with an even greater earthquake that moves mountains and islands from their places. The scene consisting of these five elements was familiar to the Christians of John's day. These phenomena were used in the Old Testament to describe the visitation of God's final judgment on the earth, called the Day of the Lord. Stefanovich continues, The Day of the Lord is an important eschatological concept that runs throughout the Old Testament prophetic books. It is the occasion when God will finally visit the earth as a result of the unfaithfulness of people to God. God will come to earth in judgment, bringing annihilation to the wicked on one side and redemption and deliverance for those who are loyal to God on the other. The day of the Lord is, is described as an event of frightening qualities. It is regularly associated with cosmic upheaval and the shattering and destruction of the earth. All of these are seen as a sign of God's impending judgment. For instance, Joel 2, 30 and 31 and Amos 8, verses 8 and 9. Listen to Isaiah's description of the day of the Lord. See, the Lord, the day of the Lord is coming, a cruel day with wrath and fierce anger to make the land desolate and destroy the sinners within it. The stars of heaven and their constellation will not show their light. The rising sun will be darkened and the moon will not give its light. I will punish the world for its evil, the wicked, of their, the wicked for their sins. I will put an end to the arrogance of the haughty and will humble the pride of the ruthless. I will make the people scarcer than pure gold, more rare than the gold of offer. Therefore, I will make the heavens tremble, and the earth will shake from its place at the wrath of the Lord Almighty in the day of his burning anger. Isaiah 13, verses 9 through 13, New International Version. Listen again to Isaiah chapter 2, verses 19 to 21. People will flee to caves in the rocks and to the holes in the ground from the fearful presence of the Lord and the splendor of his majesty when he rises to shake the earth. In that day, people throw, throw away all the moles and butts and their idols of silver and idols of gold, which they have made to worship. They will flee to caverns in the rocks and to the overhanging crags from the fearful presence of the Lord and the, and the splendor of his majesty when he rises to shake the earth. Isaiah 2, 19-21 Brothers and sisters, my friends, now is the time for us to put our trust in Jesus. Now is the time for us to take Jesus as our friend. Now is the time to, as Isaiah says, stop trusting in mere humans who have but a breath in their nostrils. Why hold them in esteem? Isaiah 2, verse 20, 22 O oh God, 
Please be our hiding place. Help us to hide ourselves in Jesus, so we won't be trying to hide from him when he comes. Help us all to take the time now to get ourselves right with you, to be at peace with you. Amen. God bless you, my brothers and sisters.